spineless toadying to Putin made you think, what's Vlad got on him? You're not the only one. Does the Russian government have any compromising material on President Trump or his family? <laughs> I'm sorry, I was just remembering funny video I saw of Mr. Trump. I don't want to say what was on video, but uh, it was pee pee tip. Nah, so mate. what's the point of that question? Because he's not going to say, yes, we do. Damn it, I was hoping to keep it a secret. <laughs> yeah, that was an NBC guy. I mean, was that yeah. just to put it out there? Yeah, which is fine. It's a good question. It's it's never going to get an honest answer, but I enjoyed hearing Putin answer it. Well, it's one of only three possibilities as far as I see it. So, not the PP tape in general, but some sort of compromising thing. I think if there's anything compromising, oh, there's anything to that really. I think if there's anything compromising. It's most likely the whole um, uh, Russians buying apartments and empty Trump buildings, laundering money thing. Yeah, that I can believe the happened. Nineties. Or yeah, or yeah, nineties yeah. or two thousands. I don't know, but yeah. mm. so listen. A quick aside, because uh, you know it came up in our conversation with uh, with Ian Bremmer. Uh, the whole tribalism thing it bothers me a lot. I think it's poisonous. Um, it's it's, a, it's a human nature, though, right? It is. It, it absolutely is. But to become civilized, and this was one of the points of Jonah Goldberg's absolutely fabulous new book. Which is entitled Moby Dick, Death of the West, something along those something lines. Something like that. It's the it's containing that impulse toward tribalism that brought democracy success, um, and the free market's incredibly important role in that. If if you are selling something to someone, you have much less interest in their skin color, their politics, or they're having sex with, etc. We all cooperate so we can do business. But anyway, read the book. It's really, What's really good. What's the book called, Sean? It's a lot of words. You ready? Go ahead. Suicide of the West, colon, how the rebirth of tribalism, populism, nationalism, and identity politics is destroying American democracy. And he's or right about most of that. Moby Dick. Um, anyway, so one of the, the formative experiences of my youth. There we go. Gladys. Twice in one day, your arms are going to be sore tomorrow. I was probably, uh, I was probably ten years old or so uh, when I went with my my father to uh, witness the Chicago Bears playing the Packers of Green Bay, Wisconsin. Uh, and there we were at Soldier Field in Chicago. It was a cold, snowy day, and um, and and we were walking through the parking lot after the game, and I witnessed a couple of fist fights. Really? Where Bears fans, drunk Bears fan, fans, and drunk Packers fans... That doesn't sound likely. ...were trying to beat the <laughs> hell out of each other over the God Bears knows it. Bears who we thought they were. And, and drunk Packers fans? Drunk Bear fans? I know! I, just, I know! Must have been a different time, a different era. Right, exactly. So, uh, anyway, and as a child, I couldn't quite enunciate what I was witnessing as well as I can now. But here are two, I mean, uh, to take two of the combatants... Uh, and, and take a look at them. Here are two guys who look the same. They think about the world the same way. They got the same religion. They got the same accent. They like the same kind of sausage. They like sausage. 
<laughs> they, 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 they've got the same diet. They're married to similar women. They get the, they're practically the same dude. Mm-hmm. And, and, and they That's would, true. they would be best friends. They're both big NFL fans. They would be best buddies. But the one is sporting the blue and the orange and the other's sporting the green and the yellow. And so they're beating the bejesus out of each other in a parking lot in front of children walking along with their fathers. It's just a slightly less violent version of Sunni versus Shia. Same people, same everything. Slightly different version of the same religion, which is an excuse to kill each other because it's the same tribal thing as Packers and bears. You know, if you think God is running every moment and 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 the Almighty is fundamental to every single second of your life in a way that Islam does, and I'm not going to go into the theology, but it's different from the way a Christian thinks of it. Um, but anyway, at least I could see hating somebody over that if you think it's fundamental to every single microbe on Earth. Killing the hell out of people is just crazy. But anyway, so the whole. Getting getting a real charge out of separating into a tribe and hating the other tribe. I've just, from an early age, I've thought, oh, come on, that's kind of an unhealthy impulse, and it makes you look stupid. So having said that... We'll see your high school. We've got spirit. Yes, we do. Oh, yeah. I, We've if got I more see a guy than... from Central, I'll beat the hell out of him, because yeah. South rules. <laughs> you know, whatever. Ridiculous. Yeah. So it is ridiculous. It's childish. Because I live on this side of 3rd Street, I go to this school. Right. And, and and we don't we tend not to look at politics and world events that way. And so some of you freak out. I mean, we were reading some of the reactions to Trump and, and the, the classic back to back. I hate you guys. You're too pro Trump back to back with. I hate you guys. You're too anti Trump. Anyway, uh, there's a lot of that going on in reaction to yesterday. A lot of tribalism. Um I think it's more interesting to abandon that and just look at it. Ezra Klein, who's an insufferable liberal, he uh, runs Vox. Oh, um, just ideologically, I, I disagree with him completely, but that doesn't mean I hate him. Uh, one of Trump's own former National Security Council officials texted, Dude, this is a total effing disgrace. The president has lost his mind. That's one reaction to what the president said. And some of the uh, some of the reactions to it are are quite good and insightful. Some of them are purely tribal. This one's purely funny. Elect a clown, expect a circus. <laughs> you know, I could see that. I'm going to use that in the workplace. Hire a clown, expect a circus. You know, that's a good one because that's just a, a good line. Um, but some of them's just some of it's just dumb tribalism, and and a lot of the reaction is. Um, and and I just I don't I don't get you people that you're so desperate to score quote unquote points against the other side posting their tri- tribalism on Twitter. You know Trump crossed a lot of lines yesterday that bothered me like crazy, but I think I get it. I think I get what he's trying to do. You think it's art of the deal manipulation, not being compromised, or well, some of it is definitely. If he gives an inch. On the Russian meddling, he feels like people don't take his presidency seriously. That's bizarre, and I think it's a psychological problem he has. But that's clearly part of it. Unless, here's the only excuse I can make for the fact that Trump never seems capable of differentiating between Russian meddling and the collusion thing, which is going nowhere. Either he just can't grok it, old expression, which is really troubling, or he and his Super populist ways thinks that's there's too much subtlety there. I've either got to condemn the entire thing or people will buy it. 
by the damaging part. So I've just got to stick with condemning the whole thing. What do you think of that? Just as PR, as populism. Because if I give it an inch, it'll take a mile. So I'm just going to poison it. That's my strategy. That's his strategy. I don't appreciate it as a guy who likes the truth, but at least that's not like childish mental illness, not being able to differentiate the two. But having said that, here's... The, here's here's my analysis of it. Usually if you get upset about something like that, I mean, I try to watch out for this in my own brain, it's because you believe it's true on some level. If somebody calls me a bad dad, it would have no effect on me because I'm not concerned about that. Right. I know they're wrong, so mm-hmm. go ahead, say it. Sure. I don't care. Right. But if I if you, if you if you accuse me of something that I'm a little bit not certain I'm you know, 100% on. You donut right. eater. It could, it could oh, really... Oh, hey, careful, Sean. It could really, you know, leave a mark, and I might get defensive, because I'm a little worried you're you're right. Is that why Trump gets upset? Because he's a little worried they're right? I don't... I cannot possibly crawl into his psyche. I, I can't even begin to imagine. But let me, let me break it down for you. This is neither anti-Trump nor pro-Trump. There was a lot about yesterday's press conference bothered the hell out of me he crossed lines he should not cross no president should cross i didn't like it a bit but here's what i think was going on in his head i don't think that russians have anything on him except maybe that money laundering thing and that's conceivable i suppose but um here's what i think he was doing foreign policy wise he's he's a a real estate developer a hotelier golf course builder etc he was buttering up his client he was lowering all of his clients uh defensiveness he was trying to build a giant hotel and golf course in russia and what he did was he went to putin and he said listen i know negotiations have been rough and you're kind of angry listen between us donald jr He's a good kid, but he's an idiot. He was way out of line. What he said, what Eric said, were just dumb. Just dumb. We want to make this deal work. I'm sorry what they said. I'm disavowing all of it. Let's get together. Let's work on this deal. Okay? Now, if he says that in private to to Vlad Putin, even if word gets back to Donald Jr. and Eric... They might be butthurt, but they'll be okay. If he gets up in front of a giant international forum and says, my sons are idiots. Donald Jr. has no idea how to cut a deal. And Eric, please, Eric, I'd like to disown him. They're idiots. That would cause irreparable damage to humiliate his sons, who are standing in, in my little metaphor, for his country and our nation's foreign policy and the intelligence services and the previous presidents. What Trump doesn't get, he gets to not humiliate Donald Jr. and Eric like that publicly. He doesn't get that he humiliated his country in that way because he doesn't get being president in the way that other presidents have gotten it. Do, do you think there's, what do you think of my little theory? Yeah. He threw people under the bus. Presidents never throw under the bus. You can't do it on foreign soil there under the gaze of a brutal dictator. That that doesn't mean anything to him. The whole uh, politics ends at the water's edge, not on foreign soil. That that has no... It's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah, that doesn't mean anything to him. He, doesn't, he does realize not to do that to Donald Jr. and Eric, because they would be ruined. It would taint the rest of their lives and careers. He knows not to do that. But he doesn't appreciate the diplomatic stuff, because he's A, a newcomer to it, and just a really strange dude. 
It's common with business people, though, in my experience. People that are that are hardcore business people, they just they have one thing. What is the most profitable thing for me? That's why the Wall Street Journal crowd. How do I get this deal done? That leans Republican can be so open borders and be okay with illegal immigration. No, this helps the businesses make more money. I make more money. They don't give a crap if American culture, as we know, it I've disappears. Talked, I've talked to businessmen about these sorts of things, and they look at like you. I don't know what you're talking about. I make more money if I do this. Right. Any of your objections, I don't even know what you're talking about. Right. So that is my theory, what happened with Trump. Could be. trying to, He was trying to build a giant what, development I, in Russia, but, which is better relations, which is a good impulse. Hmm. Boy, better, better relations is kind of a uh, hard-to-get-your-hands-around thing. I wish there was a specific, tangible thing he was hoping for. Well, maybe it was what Ian Bremmer suggested. Turn Russia back toward the West and away from China, because China's a bigger threat to both of us. That's true. China! Uh, You know, this stuff's always complicated. It's always going to be complicated. You never win. You just stave off disaster. Free nations next door to Putin are an existential threat to Putin, and yet we must be friendly with them. Hey, we talked about this app earlier. I wanted to throw this out there. Do you doctor your photos on your social media with the most popular app that's out there? Or or sister apps that I'm sure are similar. Yeah, you know? where you whiten your teeth, make yourself a little thinner. Do you do that or do you know people that do that? Our text line, 415-295-KFTC. I might get the app and start doing it myself. No. I don't want my nose to be so red all the time. I got a red nose. I look like a clown. Makes sense with sunscreen. <laughs> You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. You have a video to watch, Sean? Well, I haven't watched it yet. I haven't primed up just because, you know, crazy news day keeps coming at me. But there is a gentleman who apparently put an airbag that uh, goes in your cars for safety reasons. He removed it from the car and put it under a seat that he is sitting in for some reason. Ah. And he is going to detonate yes. the airbag to see what, in the name of science, yes. to see what happens. But you haven't watched the video yet, so you don't know what happens. <laughs> not yet. I will is report that. Is he Uh In the still that I have seen, he is not. See, I don't know... I assume he's a man of fairly average size. I don't know whether it will go poof below him and he'll get jostled, or if it'll rocket him 75 feet in the air. <laughs> I don't know. I know there's quite a charge it in might, the airbag. But... It might rip him a new one. <laughs> oh, As they say. Unfortunate. <laughs> wow, can we post that at armstrongandgetty.com? As they say. Oh, boy. So, listen... We were still discussing what we ought to do here as we were coming back on the air. I I think we just we finish the whole Trump Putin reaction thing. Chris Wallace's interview with Putin yesterday was riveting. Sean, you're 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 focusing on the explosion guy. I'm Did sorry. you watch the video? Yeah, it's great. I'm going to post what? this right now. Okay. okay. All right. Okay. At armstrongandgetty.com. Just how high? Uh. Four to five feet wow, and horizontal. Oh, 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 no. Oh, no. And he was helmeted. Okay, so yeah, check that out at armstrongandgetty.com. I don't know. The, the, the Wallace thing, it's, I don't know. 
It was so good, though. I tell you what, Chris how Wallace. Just, how about has some of it? Balls. Yeah, he was stared in the face of a dictator and called him on his stuff. I don't always like Chris Wallace. Nope. Um, but I thought he was good with Putin. Well, uh, one portion of it we'll discuss. Let's play a little of it just to give you a flavor. You're hearing the interpreter. Uh, that's not actually Putin because Putin. Putin doesn't speak English. He speaks pretty good English. He just doesn't want to. All right. Plus, you know, he can get more nuance out with an interpreter. And he get more time to exactly think and listen. Mr. President, one of the issues that is standing in the way of more progress, as you know, are the allegations of Russian interference in the U.S. election. You have repeatedly said, and you said again today, that this was not the action of the Russian state, that if it was anything, it was patriotic Russian individuals. I have here the indictment that was presented on Friday from the special counsel, Robert Mueller, that says that 12 members of Russian military intelligence, the GRU, and they talk specifically about units 26165 and 74455, they say, you smile, let me finish, <laughs> they say that these units were specifically involved in hacking into Democratic Party computers, stealing information, and spreading it to the world to try to disrupt the American election. May I give this to you to look at, sir? He looks at him like, are you Here? serious? Yes, he points toward the table. Uh, uh, well, let me uh, start answering your question. Uh, with something a little bit different. Okay, so then he goes, if I remember this part right, he goes on a long tangent, he runs all over the place. Yeah. And then at some point, he he really gets into the... He keeps saying to, to, to Chris Wallace, let me finish, let me stop interrupting him. At some point, Chris Wallace wasn't even really interrupting him, but are you going to let me finish? I yeah. would like to finish. Yeah. Go ahead, finish. If you would let me finish... I thought the handing him the indictment was a little stunty. Yes. I thought that was a little too stunty for me. Mm. I mean, if, was it a cunning stunt if, in your opinion? If I mean, what do you think Putin's going to read it and say? Oh my gosh, you're right. Wait a minute, look at page, <laughs> page three. Will Jacky? I mean, Putin could have, if I was wanting to be a smartass, and I'm him. I said, uh, give me a second. I'll go type up a piece of paper that says, you, you know, you're the king of Siam, and hand it to you. <laughs> look, you're the king of Siam. Says so on this piece of paper. Right. I mean, what the hell does that mean? So you got it typed on a piece of paper. Big deal. Right. Uh, uh, and then actually, Putin, and this part is both. Amusing and illuminating. At one point, he, he he makes clear that yeah, well, turned out all those revelations were true. How about that, huh? How about the yeah. fact that everything we released was true? Well, I'm sorry, somebody released. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops! I got myself tripped myself up there. How about him starting to laugh when uh, Wallace is in the middle of that? He's citing the various uh, <laughs> right, the specific units. He's something. It's just a chilling response. He's, yeah, he kills people. He's enjoying him as a life, though. He's enjoying oh, yeah. himself. What's coming up in your news, Marshall? Trump Twitter attack on Helsinki critics. we got a lava bomb hitting a tour boat. Yeah. And this year's Forbes list of highest paid entertainers. And yes, Judge Judy is on it once again. Oh, boy. Of course. Wow. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. My son went to this thing called Spy Camp yesterday. It's all week long. It's, it's um, sponsored by Vladimir Putin. He's he's. What eight. does he think of the intelligence services? 
He's eight years old, and the spy camp was for kids four to eight. And I thought, boy, four to eight. There's a there's a real difference between a four year old and an eight year old. Um, and it turned out it was way more skewed toward the four year old. Mm. He he had fun, but yesterday was disguises day. They made disguises, <laughs> and my eight year old, everybody, every other kid was like four and five. He said these disguises wouldn't fool anybody. They wow. would know who you were immediately. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> You got to get him uh, lined up with the CIA. <laughs> when you're eight, you want something a little more elaborate than a pie plate with a funny face drawn on it. You know? um, let's get the news now with Marsha Phillips. Well, President Trump's not backing down. He's responding to bipartisan criticism after appearing to side with Russian President Vladimir Putin during yesterday's joint press conference. Trump said he and Putin had talked and he doesn't see any reason why Russia would have interfered in the presidential election. Well, this morning, Trump is tweeting, quote, while I had a great meeting with NATO raising vast amounts of money, I had an even better meeting with Vladimir Putin of Russia. Sadly, it is not being reported that way. The fake news is going crazy, exclamation point. Meanwhile, you got... That's, uh, that's interesting. He didn't take on anybody, any outlet, any comment specifically. No. Like he often does. Too long a list. Meanwhile, Republican House Speaker Paul Nancy Ryan- Pelosi announced yesterday clearly the Russians have something on the president. Wow. Wow. This is an odd, odd time. It is. Republican House Speaker Paul Ryan this morning saying it is clear that Russia interfered in the 2016 presidential election. At the Capitol today, Ryan telling reporters... Russia is a menacing government. That does not share our interests, and it does not share our values, and I think that should be made very, very clear. Again, Ryan stressing intel proves Russia did try to influence a presidential election. And later on today, there are more protests like the one last night outside the White House. You're the puppet. That's not much of a protest. How do you stand there doing what they were doing and not think, what the F are we doing What out am here? I doing with my life? What is, what is the point of this? Who, who am I persuading? What is Resisting. That's right. You're part of the resistance. You'll stand for something, you'll fall for anything or something. You and your plastic trombone or whatever they're blowing up. Play that again. Play it again. I want to hear it. All right. You're going to analyze what they're playing? Okay. One, here you two, go. One, two, three, four. Yeah. If I'm if I'm the guy blowing the horn, um, oh shut up! Couple of, couple of minutes in, I say, eh, I'm going home. My lips are numb. <laughs> I don't Although, think this is working. That did remind me of various grade school concerts I went to, though, as a parent. Well, this one's called Counting Time. Honk honk honk. Rest. Honk honk honk. Rest. This one's called Let's Go Outside. Honk, 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 honk. <laughs> you sit there for half an hour. Then you tell your kid how great it was and go home. <laughs> <laughs> Nearly two dozen people got hurt yesterday after a lava bomb from Hawaii's Kilauea volcano hit a tour boat. So the, the, the volcano is attacking Hawaii? It's bombing Hawaii? Yes. Good Lord. What they're doing is there's some companies that are actually are taking people out in tour boats to watch 
the volcano and the lava comes mm. shooting out of it. I can the see graphics that. graphics here are amazing. Yeah. It's, it's the only way you can do it because you can't do it on land. Yeah. Or, or air, either. Those are banned. Yes. So you got to take the boat. Oh. Yeah, this woman saw the boat get hit. It just exploded straight out at the boat. We can hear the rocks hit the boat and the um, people yelling. And they just got caught in one of those places where the lava like collapsed and just blew out. The flying chunk of molten rock tore through the boat's roof and damaged the railing. I'm guessing a bunch of people too. Yep, I'm guessing people hospitalized. So if you get a little lava on you, does it just burn clear through to your bone? Oh yeah, erg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember the one guy who got hit by the first lava bomb? He he wound up in bad shape. I think it hit his calf. A little bit hit his calf. Oh yeah. Well, it turned out so well in Seattle, San Francisco voters are going to be deciding in November whether to tax large businesses to pay for homeless and housing services. Oh, for God's sake. In the cities struggling with income inequality. Supporters say they've collected enough signatures to get the measure on the ballot and to raise about $300 million a year to expand shelter beds and provide housing for people who are homeless or at risk. That should do great until the homeless population doubles again, having been drawn by those policies. Meanwhile, Sacramento is going to experiment with the rent control, I understand. Apparently, having not even taken Econ 101, they're going to cause a shortage in rental properties by getting involved. I wish them well. All right, one of our favorite... The rent is too damn high. True that. One of our favorite listicles has just been released. Yes, I like this one. The annual Forbes highest paid entertainer list is out. We're going to do the top five from fifth to first. Number five, Carrot Top. No, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. He came in with $124 million. He's in fifth place with $124 million. I'm fascinated by him because he is pretty much the biggest action star in America. And I don't know if he's been in a good movie. Like, like, I enjoy him. I enjoy seeing him in movies, but I don't think any, like, even compared to, like, an Arnold Schwarzenegger, where he had, like, his Terminator 2 once he paired with James Cameron, there hasn't been that kind of, oh, this is a good rock movie. He's just punching buildings in the face. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody's got to do it. Coming in. Coming in once again on the list. In fourth place, it's Judge Judy with $147 million. And she's been making that kind of jack, no offense, Jack, for a decade and a half? Judge Judy made $147 million with just her judge show? Does she have a cooking book out in her? Now the deal is, most of it came from the sale of her TV library of shows for $100 million. So Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Third highest. Boy, I, the, where I get my hair cut now, I found a barber shop that's a barber shop. And you don't have to talk if you don't want to, and it's just great. But they watch judge shows all day long. <laughs> awesome. And they've got one that they call Ghetto Judge, or I can't remember. <laughs> It's uh, it's it, it makes Judge Judy look like the Supreme Court. It's it's rough. It's contentious. Third highest paid entertainer, Kylie Jenner, $166 million, thanks to her phenomenally successful makeup empire. Is makeup okay. entertainment? Uh, yeah, wait a minute. Wait, she, she's a reality TV star. And she has a side industry. Yes. Yeah, well, the side industry wouldn't exist were it not for the entertainment yes. product. I will allow it. And I only know her from the failed Pepsi commercials. She's that one, right? Yes. The, I'd the, like she, to see that again. I she, believe she's the youngest of the, the crash. The worst yeah. thing ever done got pulled the first day. Hilarious. 
Coming in second place this year, George Clooney, who made $239 million pre-tax dollars in the past year. Almost got a crack in his skull the other day. Yep. Yep. I believe most of that was from a sale of his tequila company, right? You got yeah, it. Yeah. Tequila oh. company, the drinks giant, a deal worth uh, totally about a billion dollars. Wow. Similar yep. to the Kylie Jenner thing. Yep. And the highest paid entertainer over the last year, the boxer nicknamed Money Floyd Mayweather pulled in $285 million. Kind of bad person. Most of which came from that August 2017 fight with Conor McGregor. So there you have it. That's mm-hmm. the list of the highest paid. Yeah, I put a hundred and a half of that in his pocket, so... At least he's not beating up crippled old Filipino men anymore. That was controversial. <laughs> At least he, he took on a plucky Irishman. Oh, what was us? Oh, what was earth, I will. There you go. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. And, and of course, Conor McGregor is trying to get his whiskey brand going, right? Yeah. And the king of that, Sammy Hagar, who's a great singer and a better businessman. It's well, just, as we just learned from George Clooney and his tequila. So yeah, that, yeah. Well, why don't we start endorsing something like this monkey gland sauce? <laughs> I'm strong in getting monkey gland sauce. Yeah, we we got to have a, a product. We could make a good ad. Mm, Liquors or liqueurs. That's, mm, that's good monkey. I'll tell you what, whether it's a burger or a hot dog or a slice of pizza, I enjoy a little monkey gland sauce on there. <laughs> I don't know why I'm adopting this phony accent. <laughs> Point is, go buy some of this ass and make us rich. <laughs> Squeezed out of a monkey just this morning. It's fresh. <laughs> the petering out coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Some CBS workers have lost their jobs after dialing 911 on some black people. That is a hot thing right now. Oh, yeah. What did some woman do the other day? They're calling her Sidewalk Sally or something. Yeah, you got to have a nickname. <laughs> uh, there was That's a, already tired. There was one guy who fell asleep in his car, I think, before a yoga class. Calling and, him Sleepy Sam. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, because he was black, someone called 911. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. In this, Got a black man sleeping in a car. What? What? In this case, um, the white CVS employee called 911 because this black woman was trying to use an expired coupon and thought it was some sort of attempt at fraud or something. That you quite possibly wouldn't call 911 if it was a white person using expired coupon. or Yeah, or, or there's a lot more to the story. That I don't know. if you had it would make the story less jazzy. Possibly. There's been an awful lot of these lately. Maybe they're all. I don't know. I, you know, I only see the headlines. And I'm too lazy to look any deeper. Which is actually true. Um, Netflix stock down. Didn't meet expectations. Whatever. Whatever. Uh, guy who uh, had to walk seven hours to work because his car wouldn't start. His Nissan Altima. His 15-year-old Nissan Altima wouldn't start. That mm. sounds about right for a 15-year-old Nissan Altima. Mm. Um, uh, but he hadn't had a job in a really long time, and he didn't want to lose his job, so he got up and, at midnight and started walking. Wow. Anyway, his boss was so impressed with the fact that he did that that the boss gave him a car to drive, and a GoFundMe has started to, for $8,400. He can probably get a couple of 2003 Nissan Altimas if he wants to. That man will go somewhere in yeah, life. absolutely. Yeah, way to gut it Said out, sir. Said he wants sir. to join the Marines? He's yeah, a young man. Yeah, my respect. 
Young man going to join the Marines and wants to get a degree in physical therapy. The Marines would be lucky to have you. Yep. Well done, sir. Well I like done. I like those stories. I like the GoFundMe's for stuff like that. Why yeah. The hell yeah, sure. Just another another example of his character. So he he ends up getting there. He ends up picking up a ride. Somebody grabs him and, and takes him there. So he gets to the the work location a couple hours early. They say, hey, you know, why don't you? You obviously got up early. Why don't you take a little nap before you start working? He says, nah, I'm just going to go ahead and start working. Right. Sure. Yeah. So uh, these things that happen to us, they're either the explanation of why we failed, or they're an amusing story you'd say you tell uh, in your rearview mirror. Just different attitudes about life. Again, he has my admiration. Not an always an amusing story. Sometimes a sometimes amusing, story. sometimes awful. Right. But the point is, you overcame it. There you go. You moved on. So, have you heard about the latest news about CRISPR gene editing? Would you recommend anybody get up, up everybody get up at midnight and walk seven hours to work? Instead of losing your job? Instead yes. of losing your job, yes. 100%. Yeah. If it, the choice is that or losing your job, yes. Jack, your Not circumstances and results may differ. But uh, um, Yeah, and that guy's situation has a ballsy, gutsy thing to do, and uh, good for him. So uh, the CRISPR thing that uh, we're all wildly excited about, the gene editing, yeah, maybe help uh, you know fight cancer and all sorts of genetic problems. Fight cancer, hell, cure cancer. Well, right. Well, ironically... Um, some therapies based on CRISPR might not be as safe as we thought. Yeah, and a couple of studies like that, which is disappointing. The CRISPR case nine protein works by cutting the DNA of, uh, DNA of a cell in a specific place. When the cell repairs the damage, a few DNA letters get changed at this spot. An effect that can be exploited to disable genes in a good way. But in studies of mice and human cells, uh, this uh, scientist uh, Bradley's team found. That in around a fifth of cells, CRISPR caused deletions or rearrangements more than a hundred DNA letters long. These surprising changes are sometimes thousands of letters long, and the problem is a number of those cells might turn cancerous. Cancer's clever. It's a hell of a deal. Or resilient. Yeah, that's just funny. Any of those people get superpowers or anything cool from it? Or is... Yeah, that'd be that'd be all right. Yeah. Do I get a superpower? Do I become as strong as a spider or something, for instance? Any chance that happens? Relative to size, not just total. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, really? I'm already that. Yeah, yeah read the fine print. <laughs> I say final, you say thoughts. Final, thoughts, final, thoughts. thoughts. I'm forgetting, I'm forgetting. That's that uh, plucky young would-be Marine's uh, future drill sergeant singing there. Here's your host, Joe Getty. Hey, let's get a final thought from everybody to wrap up the show. Wouldn't that be fun? Hey, Positive Sean, what's your final thought? Yes, the video of the great American who, in the name of science, put an airbag under his seat and exploded it so we could all see what happened. The video was posted at armstrongandgetty.com. Go check it out. It certainly made me chuckle several times. Excellent. <laughs> Marshall Phillips, your final thought? Yahoo Mountain Dew. I gotta tell you, I'm feeling the itch. Mega Millions is up to $370 million dollars for tonight's drawing. I need to go to a well-lit facility and get some. Wow, okay. Uh, Michelangelo, your final thought? Yeah, the cutest thing on today's show was Jack's son going to uh, spy school. So, Jack, that living room chair with the eyes in it, it's watching you. <laughs> uh, Jack, uh, do you have a final thought for us? I got nothing, so I used a graph from the USA Today. One oh, boy, one they in... had nothing, so they did a graph. <laughs> <laughs> one in four women confessed to wearing shoes during sex. The key is to me is, did you put on sexy shoes on purpose as part of the sex, or are you just leaving on your shoes because you don't feel like taking them off? Or are you outdoors just, or something? Just wearing my work boots because I didn't. <laughs> eh, I'll like leave them on. <laughs> this won't take long.
And my final thought is that in order to reward his finest students, a primary school in rural Guangxi, China, handed out some end-of-semester slaps of pork last Friday. Yes! For their outstanding performance, 50 kids at the school got about three and a half pounds of hog. I'd have gotten better grades if they'd been handing out pork at the end of the year. Tell you what, meat rewards? (laughs) Yes. That's how you get me to do my homework. When are you going to have that in American schools? Nice job, Joe. Here's half a pound of bacon. Yes! (laughs) Got straight bees, all bacon. (laughs) Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour work. So many people to thank so little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. Drop us an email. Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. We'd love to hear your opinion. It's something we ought to be talking about. Send it along. Trump's going to make some statements at 11 o'clock our time. I'm sure the uh, story of the last 24 hours will come up. Mm -hmm. There you go. See you tomorrow. God bless America. This is a historic act uh, of uh, devastating incompetence. I will not sugarcoat this. This is a disappointing day for us. Big mistake, but not too bad. The fun level in this room is at an 11 right now, and that brought it down. The ride is over! The time for the clowns and the acrobats and the dancing bears has passed. Get away from here! Get! Get! And we apologize for our stupidity, and we really hope you forgive us for what we've done. Thank you, and good night. Because the show's over! What? Bye-bye. Honk, 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 rest. Honk, 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 rest. Honk, honk. Armstrong and Getty, the voice of the West.